You're listening to the Daily Batuta News Wrap, live on Desert Rock FM. Good afternoon, good evening, or good morning, wherever it is you're tuning in from. My name's Wendell Hussey, and you're listening to the Batuta Advocates Daily News Bulletin. We're coming to you live on Desert Rock FM, or whatever podcast network it is that you listen to. It's been another seamless 24 hours here in the Channel Country, so we'll start off with some news from the National Front again today. North Korea becomes the second nation in history to be led by a brain-dead dictator. The first nation, of course, being Australia, which was under the infamous Howard Caliphate for nearly 10 years. It's a significant moment for North Korea after rumours grow that their supreme leader Kim Jong-un is in a vegetative state, which would mean that they join Australia as being the only other country on earth with a brain-dead leader. For those who don't remember, John Howard was famously declared brain-dead after a tragic walking accident in 1995, which led to his brain being removed and replaced with a computer chip that made him repeatedly do things he said he wasn't going to do. While still able to function like a regular human being, the fact that Mr. Howard did not have a brain during his tenure as the country's leader means from a medical standpoint, he was in fact brain dead. And understandably, there were some very, very angry comments on that article from the likes of people named Trish Bush, who said, The Honourable John Howard will go down in history as one of the best Prime Ministers. He left Australia in a very good financial position, only to have Rudd come along and put Australia back into huge debt. There you go, pretty concrete stuff there. And speaking of Kevin07, that's where our next story takes us. The headline on that one was, Kevin Rudd warns against upsetting China, blah, 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 blah. I'm a fucking nerd, blah, 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 blah. Today at some $2,000 a plate think tank lunch, Kevin Rudd said some things about China and how it's not as bad as the nation's Holden Racing team shirt owners think it is, and so on and so forth. The comments come after non-former Prime Minister Scott Morrison has said he wants to get to the bottom of the coronavirus and put his support behind calls for a global investigation into the cause. China is obviously not stoked about the calls for the investigation, said Rudd, which means we should automatically not support it. However, Rudd was, for the third time in his life, thrown under the bus by opposition leader Anthony Albanese this afternoon, who came out and publicly said he supports Scott Morrison's push for the investigation. Moving back home to our great state of Queensland now, and a Toowoomba motorist has confused residents by correctly using indicator in accordance with Queensland law. Third generation Toowoomba resident, 55-year-old Laurel Corey Wagner has today sent shockwaves through the Garden City by using the turn signal lever that protrudes out the right side of her steering wheel. Knowing that the cars behind her might be slightly confused by her decision not to continue straight through the roundabout, Laurel said she decided to flick the turn indicator stalk mostly out of impulse and curiosity. Without even realising the time, Laurel broke history, becoming the first of the 135,631 strong Toowoomba residents to use an indicator correctly and in accordance with Queensland law. So congratulations to her. And back home in town for a little heartwarming story to cheer you up amongst these tough times, local man invites his girlfriend on a pub crawl throughout different rooms of their house. Local man, 34-year-old Aaron Burke, reports that he'd been hesitant at first to suggest the idea to his wife Kelly, who was less into day drinking and more into Tupperware, but quickly found out that she was more than willing to spice things up in the bedroom by playing a round of pub golf. 
Pub golf or bar golf, as it's called by some, is a drinking game similar to a pub crawl, except players follow a course of bars which are assigned a number of pars, or in this case, rooms which are assigned a number of drinks. We left them to it in the first room where it sounds like they were having a great time, so good on them. Finishing up quickly now with some sports news, and Cricket Australia has urged the nation's players to stay sharp with a rigorous training regime of stick cricket. Speaking this morning, Cricket Australia's CEO Kevin Roberts has revealed that with the nation's cricketers unable to stay sharp getting frustrated down at the nets, clubs will be rolling out an official stick cricket training guide to ensure players' reflexes don't lapse during the substantial time off. The game is a popular simple online one that many Australian children spent hours playing due to its free and accessible nature and is now set to play a major role in keeping the cricket fraternity ticking over. Innovative and adaptive, that's what they'll need going forward. Anyway, that's all for us here at the Batuta Advocate for today's bulletin. Thanks for tuning in and we'll be back again tomorrow with all of the biggest stories from around the town, around the country and around the world. But until then, it's goodbye.